Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome to the program already in progress. It's hour two on this Monday. More phone calls coming up. Get to your phone calls with Tyler standing by 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at show. Say good morning to Peacock. If you're watching on Peacock, good morning. And uh, listening on our radio affiliates around the country. Peacock has the most live sports of any streaming service. Watch live games and events from the uh, Premier League, NASCAR, PGA Tour, every Sunday night football game, and so much more, streaming on Peacock. Got a poll question from Hour 1. We'll see if it bleeds over to Hour 2. Big win last night for the Chiefs over the Chargers. Cowboys roll the Vikings. Vikings have lost twice, but they have been blown out in those losses. The Eagles... They squeak by the Colts, the Lions over the Giants. Giants have the Cowboys coming up in Dallas on Thanksgiving, and the Bills beat the Browns. Seton poll question, hour one, and what are we going to do hour two? Hour one, Dan, we had biggest winner this weekend. Your options were Raiders, Texans, USC football, or other. Uh, Big winner in this one, 60% of the vote, USC football. Yeah, yeah. Well, winning that rivalry. And it, and it was great to have, you know, two ranked teams playing because there was a long stretch there where neither of these teams were that good. Now you have USC banging on the uh, – they're right on the doorstep here making it into the Final Four. You got the Notre Dame game. You got the Pac-12 uh, title game for uh, Caleb Williams. And, uh, yeah, I know I'm campaigning for him, and it feels like that, and I'm hearing from Ohio State fans. I think you have to be honest in what you're seeing, and Caleb Williams, to me, has had a better season than C.J. Stroud. Now, USC scores a lot of points. Ohio State can score in a variety of uh, ways. Uh, Ohio State has an you know, unbelievable roster, wide receivers, uh, but they have had injuries there. 
the uh, Heisman odds right now, it's still still C.J. Stroud. Then it's Caleb Williams, Blake Corum, uh, Jaden Daniels from LSU, and uh, Max Duggan from TCU. It feels like it's there. If if somebody wants, if C.J. Stroud has a great game against Michigan, he's probably going to win it. But if Caleb Williams wins this game against Notre Dame and looks good, it's a standalone game, and then you got the Pac-12 title game. Now you got, you know, so that's three ranked teams that you faced and played really well. Ohio State against Maryland held on to win it. Northwestern didn't look good. You're going to have the Big Ten title game, but that's not going to be a marquee matchup like, you know, the Michigan game is going to be. Who will Ohio State play in the uh, Big Ten title game? I haven't even looked that far down the road. But C.J. Stroud is the favorite. The odds to win the uh, national championship, still Georgia, then Ohio State, Michigan, TCU, Clemson, USC, and then LSU. Do we know who uh, would be in there for the uh, uh, Big Ten title game, Paul? Checking right now. I mean, it's between Michigan and Ohio State, and I think it's Iowa. Wait. In the West Division? I'm looking at the conference. Iowa and Purdue are both 5-3. and three. Oh, my goodness. Wisconsin's 4-4. Yeah, Illinois four and four. Yeah, it's a down year in the oh West. Oh my well, God! Why are you hating on Iowa? Well, have you watched Iowa play? Hater. They don't like to score. A yeah, lot. they they uh, yeah they like to. <laughs> they prefer they, to. They just don't. Yeah. Um, watching the Cleveland Browns yesterday, <laughs> and I know that we're supposed to be waiting for Deshaun Watson. That's going to change everything. Well, first of all, your quarterback is playing well. You're just not supporting him. And I, I think we're waiting, or Browns fans waiting for something magical to happen here. Where is everybody else? I mean, Jacoby Brissett had three touchdowns. You had a neutral field against Buffalo. You're three and seven. You were going to have to go to Buffalo. So you got a neutral field in Detroit. At some point, you got to start taking some inventory here. Like, uh, you're not playing up to your standard. I mean, Come on, you lost to the Jets, you lost to the Falcons, Patriots, three and seven. You get Deshaun Watson coming back, okay. But even when he comes back, he might come back and go, yeah, why did I come here? Oh, that's right, they gave me $230 million guaranteed. You should sit out and demand yeah. a trade. <laughs> yeah, well, he doesn't want to go back to the Texans. <laughs> But is it weird that the Texans are going to welcome back, not really, but welcome back to Sean Watson in his first game? And if you're a Texans fan, you want Deshaun Watson to light you up so you don't win that game. So you get the first pick of the draft to draft his replacement. Well, <laughs> I don't know if you want him to light you up. You'd be okay with the right. Browns beating you. A small victory. Yes, yeah. Like Nick Chubb lights you up. Nick Chubb had, what, 15 yards in that game against Buffalo? 19 yards. 19 yards, 14 carries? Yep. Oh, my God. Uh, Joel Klatt from Fox Sports will join us a little bit later on. We'll talk some college football. Cowboys uh, rolled the Vikings there. And once again, you're watching the Vikings, and the first thing that I, I – we were texting, and I said frauds. But, you know, it's one of those teams where you go, all right, they got blown out. They got blown out twice. How good are they? The, I think they're only as good as Justin Jefferson. When he's good, they're good. When he's not, they're not. But watching that game, uh, 
Tony Pollard looked awesome. Uh, Micah Parsons, you know, and now you got the Giants on Thanksgiving. Yeah, Seaton. How difficult do you think it is uh, for two running backs to split duty like that, where Tony Pollard basically gets them all the way down the field, and then it's like, all right, Zeke, you punch it in. Yeah. I'd, it's got to be tough to get pulled out in that moment, and then I know. get that touchdown being given to another guy, and then still be like, all right, yeah, go team. Hey, good job, Zeke. You did that. You did it. It just feels like Jerry wants to va- – well, okay, Zeke had two touchdowns, but Jerry Jones wants to validate giving Zeke that contract. But Pollard caught two, and he's just a better running back. But but this is that, you know, I got uh, somebody who can beat you with their speed, and then Zeke is more of a power running back, the prototypical running back. But Pollard is wonderful. Yeah, Paul. Pollard's on pace for 1,200 yards rushing, five and a half yards a carry, and 50 catches while splitting time. He's not even getting the line, you know, he's getting the line share of the carries now, and he's in a contract year. So they, they may have to keep him. He's not going to get a monster deal, but he's the kind of guy who get three years, $30 million. Yeah, but you've got Zeke that you're paying, what, $15 million. You have to end that thing. Yeah. Well, I don't know what would happen in a situation like that. Can you, you don't want to tie up that kind of money with your running backs. And who was the uh, running back for the Chiefs last night? The seventh round pick out of Rutgers? Isaiah Pacheco. Yes. Oh, yeah. Number he 10. Awesome. He's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, it's a seventh round pick out of Rutgers. Yeah. Wearing number ten makes you look faster too. Yeah. <laughs> does it? does. Sure, smaller number. Uh, what's the poll question for hour two, Seaton? Dan, hour two, we're going with uh, since we did biggest winner, we obviously have to do biggest loser biggest this week. Loser. Uh, we're gonna throw up there the throw up. Get it? Uh, the Vikings, <laughs> Tennessee football. That. Is they lost just about everything in one day. That was a bummer. That's a real bummer. You know, it's been a great year for them. Hooker had a breakout season, and then you get roughed up. Spencer Rattler. Ugh. And then, you know, Hooker tears his ACL. Mm. Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah, it's a bummer. Uh, Zach Wilson. Ooh. That was a big loss this week. He lost the game. He lost the press conference. He might be losing the locker room. Might be losing the locker room. Yeah. He- I could throw the Rams in there, too. By the way, you had some uh, uh, Jets reporters saying that he, he is running the risk of losing the locker room because he's not taking ownership. Uh, this was the question and the very brief answer after the loss to the Patriots. The, as an offense, though, I mean, when you guys are only able to score three points, the defense only lets up three points. I mean, do you, do you feel like you let the defense down at all? No. no. Thank you. Uh, who did you let down, Zach, is who I would – I would ask him that because it doesn't feel like you scored three points. Three. Yes, Todd. Yeah. Isn't there room for a, why is that kind of follow-up just to see, maybe he'll never talk to you again the rest of the season. You don't want to, you know, I don't understand why someone couldn't follow up, but why do you feel like you didn't let them down? But you don't have to be defensive. You know, Ross Tucker joined us in the first hour and he brought up something really uh, pertinent here. You're insecure when you're defensive. If you made a mistake or, hey, I, yes, yes, you know what? That defense is awesome, and, and, I, and I, I hate going in that locker room knowing we as an offense let them down, and me in particular because I'm the quarterback. You want to say that? That sounds like somebody who knows their place in the locker room, and it is your team. When you go, no, no, no. That's somebody who is not really reading the room very well. 
Yeah, Paul. And it's not like he's a guy who's got a couple Pro Bowls. You know, he's not a seven-year veteran who had a terrible game. You say, do you feel bad you let the team not? No, because he's earned a lot of cachet with good years. You know, he hasn't had one good game in his career where the entire game. He's had some moments and some plays where he kept him in games because he's a gunslinger, but he hasn't had a great game yet. But we go back to those pro days that he rolled left and threw back uh, right uh, for 60 uh, yards. Oh, did you see that throw? And I'm like, there's nobody who's rushing him. There's nobody <laughs> covering the receiver. You also only need to make that throw when you're down and you're throwing an Hail <laughs> Mary to win a game because you're losing. Oh, uh, we get caught up in those throws. Oh, did you see that throw? <laughs> oh, the, he, he's he, he, Patrick Mahomes. And I'm like, no, no, big difference. He's got great arm strength, talent, but we haven't seen it. That's one of those games you're watching. You go, it's 3-3, and they're going to punt. And, and the punt returner is going to return it because there's, no, there's not going to be any time left. And you're not going to fair catch with five seconds to go. And then he takes it back, although questionable block there. Yes, Paul. I do have one thing for you while you're talking about Ezekiel Elliott's contract. He's making... Oh, boy, about $18 million this season. They have a potential out the Cowboys in 2023, this offseason. It would be 11-8 in dead cap room. They'd owe him some dough. But otherwise, he's on the books for 23, 24, 25, and 26 at about an average of $14 million a year. You, you almost have to get rid of him this season and eat it. Ouch. Yeah. Ouch. Uh, by the way, you know, we talk about the Vikings. The first team in NFL history to be eight and two or better through ten games and have a negative point differential. <laughs> <laughs> they have scored two hundred and twenty nine. They've allowed two hundred thirty one. Chiefs fan, Melissa Etheridge there. By the way, Todd's Broncos have tied an NFL record. Most overtime losses in a season. 0-3. Yeah, first team to lose three overtime games in the same season <laughs> since the 2012 Jags. <laughs> stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes the stat of the day. Stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes the stat of the day. You want Fritzy to feel worse? Okay. Go for it. Here the, we go. The Broncos have 13 total touchdowns this year. That's a lot. Jamal Williams with the Lions has 12. Austin, he alone has one less than yes. the entire Broncos. Austin Eckler has 11. Travis Kelsey, 11. Nick Chubb, 11. Devontae Adams has 10. Derrick Henry has 10. Now these are single players <laughs> with double digits. Thank you for explaining, Tom. And the Tom. Broncos have barely more touchdowns <laughs> as a team than each of these guys in Virginia. Oh, but you know what? You got your first round draft. Oh, oh no, you don't have well, At least that. Geno Smith's no. not playing well. Uh-oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I I check I check in on the Broncos just you know it's you drive by an accident every game right down to the yeah, wire and yeah. they do something stupid clock management a fumble a penalty yeah why don't you have a subway sandwich and really feel better oh, too soon <laughs> <laughs> good sound that's right uh, 
Yeah, Paul. Two third-round draft picks coming up this year, and no first, no second. Mm. A lot of value in there. Mm. A lot of value in there. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Lesra. Gus in L.A., then we'll take a break. Uh, Joel Klatt, the uh, Fox Sports College football analyst, a little bit later on. Hi, Gus. What do you have for me today? Good morning, Mr. Patrick. I hope you and the boys had a great weekend. Uh, you know what? There's too much worse in the world right now. So you know what? It was a perfect weekend. It was a great weekend. I'm going to be positive. All right? I, I don't know who those morons at the beginning of the season were in downtown L.A. They were playing basketball. But you know what? They rattled off three in a row. Yeah. And uh, only 31 more to go to break the record. So uh, from that, we go to my Trojans. My Trojans, we walked into the Rose Bowl, slapped the little brother. Look, Dorian Thompson-Robinson was running his mouth all week all over LA. We hate those guys. We hate those guys. We hate them. Apparently, you hate to hit your receivers in stride, and you love to hit our defenders in the chest, and you uh, cost your team the game. So nice one. And then on a personal note, fellas, I'm grateful. I'm thankful for all you guys, from you, Mr. Patrick, to Paulie, Fritzy, Marvin, Seton, to Mario, to Eric, to Tyler, to Dylan, to all you guys. All you guys, I'm thankful for all you guys. Thank you for what you've done. And uh, you boys have one hell of a holiday, and I'll chat with you guys later. You boys have a great week. Thank you, Gus. Always good to hear from you. Be safe, Gus. We'll come back. We'll get some more phone calls coming up. We'll hear from Dak Prescott. Take a break. Back after this Dan Patrick Show. Masterclass. Ooh. You know what? When we got this opportunity a couple of years ago, around this time, the holidays, and Seton goes, you can get Masterclass, and then you could give one for free. I go, wait. So you can sign up for Masterclass, get a membership, get a second one for free? Yeah. You want to learn how to cook? You can. Got Gordon Ramsay. How about create a business? Richard Branson. How about... Tips on how to make an epic film from James Cameron. You get unlimited access to online classes from the world's best, anytime, anywhere, at your own pace. You can watch on your phone, your tablet, living room, or you can listen on the go in audio mode. Great stuff. And there's over 180 world-class instructors. So once again, this year, give somebody what they've always wanted to do, a master class membership, and then the second one is for yourself, and it's free. Go to masterclass.com slash Patrick today. That's masterclass.com slash Patrick. Limited time only. Terms apply. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years 
and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanksgiving night, Patriots go to Minnesota to take on the Vikings. Thanksgiving night, that's at 8 Eastern on NBC and Peacock. Let's go around the room, best and worst of the weekend, then we'll get to more phone calls. Ton, I'll start with you. Best of the weekend, Gamecocks QB Spencer Rattler, 438 yards, 6 TDs, takes down the number 5, or what used to be the number 5, Vols. Final score, 63-38. Wow. Worst of the weekend, Illinois and Baylor. Got to give it to them for not closing the deal against Michigan and TCU. I was rooting for college football playoff chaos and seeing a couple big upsets. At least South Carolina stepped up and took down Tennessee. It was really close to chaos. We said Illinois first half cover, bloop, bloop. and we didn't realize it was the entire game cover. And then Baylor, a slight underdog against TCU, and came down to the wire there with the field goal. We could have had some real chaos there. How, how much chaos would it have been? Because let's say let's say both Michigan and, and TCU lose. TCU is out, out. No yeah. offense, but that's how it would have been. Michigan would have been a one-loss team. They'd probably be like six. And then what if Michigan happened to beat Ohio State next week, and then you'd have even weirder chaos? You'd still have Georgia. Yeah. It depends on what happens with USC, because they, they had a standalone game against UCLA. They got Notre Dame. They got the Pac-12 uh, title game. LSU is lingering. Uh, Tennessee's out. Can Alabama get back in? I always <laughs> somehow they'll try to get them in there, it's like Zion in the NBA playoffs. <laughs> yeah, they'll find an extra Some, game. Clay uh, Thompson went off for uh, forty-one, had uh, 10 threes. Now they did it against the Rockets, but that's still pretty impressive. Clay is back, or maybe he didn't go anywhere. 
Seton O'Connor, best and worst. Yeah, my best of the week I did. I felt like we kind of got robbed with all the talk of uh, the snowfall and everything in, in Buffalo that we, we got robbed of like an awesome snow game. Yeah. All of a sudden, Notre Dame BC steps up, though. It was a gorgeous day, and then it started flurrying a little bit, and then all of a sudden I turned back to it, and it's a whiteout. It was awesome. It was like full blizzard conditions. Mm. Um, it wasn't exactly a competitive game, no, but the atmosphere was pretty great, especially on senior day. Uh, my worst of the weekend, we've talked about this a little bit, but Vikings were so bad that CBS cut away from the game. <laughs> third quarter. In like the third <laughs> quarter to go to something more competitive. That is humiliating. Yeah. That is absolutely humiliating. That, what a just a good grief. Because they love that, you know, that late game. And they get big numbers with the Cowboys. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it's like... Uh... And then they switch over to the Steelers, who I haven't watched a ton of this year, but that their wide receiver, Pickens, that dude is a boss. Yeah. That's fun. That was fun, yeah. fun to see that. And Joe Burrow played really well. And, and the, the Bengals are just kind of lingering there. You know, you're not quite sure how good they are, but, you know, you get Jamar Chase back. For the stretch run, you know, maybe, maybe. They have a better chance of going to the Super Bowl than the Rams do. Yeah, I, No doubt. You know, you don't have Cooper Cup, Matthew Stafford, perhaps another concussion. Yikes. Marv? All right, my best of the weekend. Yeah. Dallas Cowboys, number one wide receiver, Tony Pollard. Six receptions, <laughs> 109 mm-hmm. yards, mm-hmm. two receiving touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Hey, pay him. I don't know what the Cowboys are, but somebody's going to pay him. Pay that man his money. Yep. Uh, worst of the weekend, to your point, the Rams falling to 3-7 and seven after losing to Andy Dalton in the Saints. Ugh. You know, if I'm, I'm the Saints, I would probably have Andy Dalton as my quarterback next year. I, I, I would, because you don't have a first-round draft pick. You gave that to the Eagles. I don't know what he's going to cost you, but... You know, he had, what, three touchdown passes? Because I don't think, you know, Jameis Winston, I don't know. MVP Dark Horse coming into the season. Oh, I know, I know. There were some analysts who had that last year. They had Jameis Winston, Dark Horse. uh, It's, no, 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 it's so dark, there's no light in here at all, I can't see him. By the way, went to see a movie over the weekend. It's called The Menu. It is crazy. And it's a in, in, in a good way crazy. I mean, not everybody's going to like it, but it is wild. And uh, it's called The Menu. Yeah, Paul. Can you give us a morsel without spoiling it? Morsel. Very interesting. You use that. The Oop. Menu. Okay. Bloop, bloop. And uh, so you have a group of people get on a, a yacht or a boat and go over to this island where this renowned chef and his staff create this masterpiece. You have like a five or six course meal and all well thought out. And it's uh, $1,200 per person. And Ray Fines is the chef. And it. My wife and I were talking about it yesterday. And last night, we're just like, what, what did we see? Because I'm still not quite sure exactly what I saw, but it was something different. Yes, Eden. Who's that guy? The uh, Richard Hell? No, it's not Richard Hell. Uh, that's somebody else. He, uh, the the English guy who yells. 
You could have killed me. That chef is the is Gordon, Ray Fiennes. Oh, Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay. Thank yeah. you. Is uh is Ray Fiennes kind of like that guy? He has moments, but he but he's not a Gordon Ramsay yelling at you constantly <laughs> oh, okay. on Hill's Kitchen. Yes, Paul. the actor James uh, John Leguizamo was in this movie, yes. right? Yes. He, I saw an interview with him. He said he does he play like a bad guy, like a jerky guy. Yes. He said he based his character off Steven Seagal. He did a movie with Steven Seagal, and Seagal was such a bad person. He goes, that's who I'm going to be in this movie. <laughs> well, True story. He, okay. I just read the article. Okay. <laughs> that's great. Finally, Seagal has an impact on a yes. big movie. John Leguizamo <laughs> better watch his back because Steven Seagal <laughs> knows people. Do that arm crack thing yeah. you know, where he <laughs> takes your arm and cracks your own arm. Out for justice. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Uh, Paulie, best and worst of the week. Uh, I got a couple, Dan. Uh, college game day in Bozeman, Montana for Montana State versus uh, Montana. Coach Corso out there, minus two degrees, toughing it out. Good for him to have him back. And uh, the legendary Montanan mm. Nick Faldo was the guest picker. <laughs> I think he's lived there almost four months. Yeah, he just moved out there from, uh, I think he was in Winter, Winter Park, Florida. Yeah. And he moved out to bozeman montana he's i think he's right on a uh, a river so he can go fly fishing there it was uh a couple more yale football won the ivy league title there was a four-way tie when the day started yale beats harvard penn took down at the buzzer princeton or they would have shared the ivy league title and uh last up i say it's been a rough year for georgia tech football firings athletic directors coaches but their uh, their new coach it's brent key he took over keep an eye on this guy georgia tech took down north carolina at, they were down 17 points good day for georgia tech football but it was so Carolina to do what Carolina did, where you're like, hey, come on. How about, hey, I'm not, I'm waiting to hear from the, you're not giving us any respect. I'm like, no, you'll earn it. And he didn't. 17 nothing, and then they didn't score in the second half. Yeah, more. Can't wait until Tennessee picks up Drake May coming into next season. <laughs> yeah. Where's this a quarterback away, yeah. Drake? I want to know when, when does the tampering start? Where, where schools are going to reach out to somebody and go, uh, you want to come on in and be our starting quarterback here? We'll pay you this. Uh, let's see. Ian in Colorado. Hey, Ian. Hey, what's up, fellas? Um, let's see. 5'8", 180. So I got uh, some best of the weekend. First of all, Sacramento State finishing undefeated, getting the two seed in the FCS. Um, randomly deciding to go see that Vikings and Patriots game, driving from Colorado out there. But the ultimate best is going to be the Raiders beating the Broncos. And it brings me great joy to say that Todd owes me a pie to the face for that one. Oh, okay. Todd, did you? Uh... I don't recall that, but if I am deserving of one, I didn't remember a Raider Bronco bet, but oh. my memory's not What was the bet, there. Ian? It was just a straight up win. Oh, okay. Straight up bet. Oh, all right. Yeah, I called in a couple a couple months ago. I called in. All right, all right. Well, we're gonna make Fritzy pay. <laughs> You've got a few coming your I way. Do. And then, of course, the Drew Lock bet. Drew Lock. Does he still have a chance to throw nineteen touchdown passes? I. He does have a chance. A very outside. Chance. I think yeah. he's nineteen touchdowns away from that. <laughs> <laughs> he could get hot in a hurry. Uh, Mac in Virginia. Hi, Mac. What's on your mind today? Good morning, Dan. Good morning. Uh, first time, long time. Love the show. Um, I've got a best and a bester from the weekend. Okay. Uh, the best being Tony Bennett's Virginia Cavaliers taking down two very talented Baylor and Illinois teams to win the main event in Las Vegas. 
this comes at a time when the UVA community can certainly use something to smile about. Um, And my bester is on the same note, which is the overwhelming support that the sports community, both collegiate and professional, uh, has shown for the UVA football program. Uh, From social media posts to teams wearing tributes to the three players that lost their their lives, um, it's been really fantastic to see. So thanks for taking the call. Thank you, Mac. Uh, Blake in New Orleans. Hey, Blake, what's on your mind today? Hi, I feel like Fritzy, but I have a sports pet name for the guy in Washington. He should name um, his dog Yasiel for Yasiel Pug. (laughs) Let's ride. All right, thank you, Blake. I actually like that. (laughs) Way to finish up the call, though. All right, well, the only problem is, isn't Yasiel Puig in trouble for an illegal gambling operation? Yeah, things aren't going well right now. (laughs) Yasiel Pug. Let's ride. Let's ride. Yes, Marv. He was on fire for about 34 games. Yes, he was. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, Paulie. Back in 2014, remember Yasiel Puig? He made that big debut with the Dodgers, and you thought, this is, he hit 300 that year. 16 homers, so I'm playing half the time. Yeah. We thought that guy was be something. Yeah. Out of baseball. Yeah. Well, he's something. <laughs> I don't know what he is, but he's something. Yeah, he's got caught up in uh, the illegal gambling, but I, I don't know if, if he was playing in games and gambling on them. Not sure. Can you – how do you get involved in illegal gambling? I don't know. It feels like everything's above <laughs> board now. But but apparently he did. Uh, Cyrus in Montana. Hi, Cyrus. Hey, Dan. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. 510 and a hardening 215. Uh, I got, uh, yeah, I got a best and worst of the weekend and then a comment on the pugs. Okay. Uh, best of the weekend, best of the weekend, uh, Lions beating the Giants only because I was the only one in my office pool to pick the Lions, so... Go Lions. Um, worst of the weekend, uh, Polly referenced Montana, the 121st annual Brawl of the Wild. Montana State Bobcats beating the University of Montana Grizzlies 55-21. to 21. Only worst of the weekend because my boss is a hardcore Grizzlies fan, so unsure what the future may hold for us with that. Okay. Um, and then about Pugs, Andrew from Washington. Uh, one of my favorite comedians, his name is Michael Jordan. Oh, sorry, Michael Jr., uh, and he has this hilarious joke about how white people uh, name their dogs human names, and I thought it was hilarious that the first comment after Andrew called in, Paulie saying <laughs> that he likes human names <laughs> for his dog. And I can confirm I'm a white person. So, yeah. yeah, I, too, am a white person with a dog named Matt. <laughs> so. Well, thank you, Cyrus. Paulie's dog is named Archie. Yeah, Arch. Yeah. Doing all right. Yeah. But it feels like a bulldog, different from a pug, but a bulldog always like rosy or something, you know, where it's give you the delicate name, Violet. No. Yes, Eden. Yeah, naming your dog is always a tricky one, huh? Yes, it is. Yes. But do you let the kids do it? That's what we did, yeah. Kieran named our three dogs. Yeah. And they are pita, lemon, lemon. and mango. <laughs> of course they are. Right. Yeah, of course they are. Yes, Todd. But what if the kids suggest Harold or Mitchell or something like that? Can you roll with that? Harold. Or do you have to kind of step Harold. in and go, I don't know. Heck yeah. Come on, Harold. Harold. 
Let's H- go for a walk, buddy. H man, let's on, do buddy. it. Here we But we had a we had a, a cocker spaniel who was black. The color of fur was black, and the kids we called her popcorn. Huh. I don't know why, but we did. Didn't fit. Like but, burnt popcorn when oh, you leave the Jiffy Pop in an extra minute I, too long? I have microwave? no idea. I have no idea. I just know that uh, my brothers and sisters went with popcorn. Uh, Lathan in Texas. Hey, Lathan, best and worst of the weekend. Happy Monday, TADP. Best of the weekend is Arkansas absolutely obliterating Ole Miss. Lane Kiffin, hypothetic with fumbling the bag to go to Auburn. Um, and the worst of the weekend, I don't know if you heard it, DP. I don't know if that's gone to your database yet, but uh, Peter Burns and Ben Watson's altercation on the SEC Network halftime show was uh, quite awkward and quite tense. You know, I watched it, Lathan, but I don't know if they – one guy's talking about somebody else's wife, and it, and it was awkward, but I, I'm not quite sure. I don't know them. I don't know enough about it. But if, when I watched it uh, on the replay, I'm like, ooh. You're talking about somebody else's wife. And I thought, you can't do that. No. Yeah, Paul. Then they showed a video clip so you can't see what's going on in set. When they come back, there's two hosts instead of the four hosts. <laughs> I know Peter Burns pretty well. I don't know. They said it's, it, it, was no, it was not a real thing. It was... Yeah, I just... You you shouldn't be bringing that up, no matter what, in any type of you know situation. Let alone, you know, your SEC network, and you're talking about this. Yes, Todd. Did he say keep my wife's name out <laughs> of your mouth? And Ben Watson is a big former football player. Yeah? Peter Burns is a normal sized person. Yeah, yeah. We'll keep an eye on the story. Yeah. Do you want me to ask him? What are you going to ask him? Pete, just ask him if it was real. I know. I. I, I there's a lot of mixed reports out there. Have you guys seen the video? Yeah. It's awkward. If everybody was in all involved, all in, and like, oh, you know, come on, he's just being goofy and having fun. It didn't feel that way. It felt like, ooh, I'd love to know what the conversation was when they got off the air. Mm. That would have been that would have been awkward probably as well. Yeah. Uh, we'll take a break. More phone calls coming up. <laughs> We'll talk some college football with Joel Klatt. He'll join us coming up a little bit later on. We're back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. He's Mike Harmon. I'm Dan Byer. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup, sits, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Carmen and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. 
and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Texans would have the first pick. They'd also have a second pick in the top 10 that they got from Cleveland in the Deshaun Watson trade. And then um, four of the uh, top six teams, so Houston, Carolina, Seattle. Seattle got that from Denver. Ouch. Detroit from the Rams. They will be looking at quarterbacks coming up. Uh, let's see. What else did I have? We've got the Monday night game. Jimmy Garoppolo, all he does is win. And uh, he has been exported to Mexico City. He's going against Colt McCoy. And uh, the uh, international game there, five and four Niners. And Arizona's four and six right now. Uh, trying to look at what's going to happen here. San Francisco has a three-game homestand, Saints, Dolphins, Buccaneers coming up. So that's that's make or break right there. Um, at five and four, can they win? Well, they could win all three, but let's say they two out of three. 
Probably going to have to get to 10 wins, feels like. I don't know. Uh, But that's the uh, Monday night game. Also looking ahead to Thanksgiving, Giants at Dallas. Uh, If I would have said, Peter King pointed this out, that the Thanksgiving Day matchup would be a game between two teams combined record of 14 and 6, you would have went, I don't see that happening. But now we're going to find out how good the Giants are. Because they have Dallas, Washington, Philadelphia at Washington. And Washington is a quality team. Once again, don't get confused because the owner is a terrible owner. But you got a really good coach. Taylor Heineke just does enough. I'm not, you know, not like he's Jimmy Garoppolo's younger brother that all he does is win. But all he does is win. Not pretty. But that's going to be interesting that you have Washington and Philadelphia at home, then at Washington, and you're at uh, Dallas coming up on Thursday. New England at Minnesota. Uh, Patriots got a really tough slog here. Six of their last eight games are against teams with six or more wins right now. Cincinnati will be at Tennessee on Sunday. Um, Green Bay will be at Philadelphia. Last call for the Packers. That'll be Sunday night. Uh, Green Bay at four and seven. Packers have five games left after the game against Philadelphia. Still have to play Miami and Minnesota. They got to win everything, right? They got to win every game. Yeah, Paul. Here's another team that's interesting with their upcoming schedule. The Miami Dolphins have the Texans at home, which should not be a problem next weekend. But then they're at the Niners, at the Chargers, at the Bills, home against the Packers in four weeks. Ooh. That could either go really well or really bad. I'm, I'd be It'd be something to see. They're going to play December 18th at the Bills in that weather. That's, that's one I'm really looking forward to. Mm-hmm. And the Dolphins finish with Patriots-Jets where they could maybe pick up a couple wins. Yeah. Uh, Woody in Cincinnati. Hey, Woodrow. Hello, gang. Hey. Nice to be on. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you very much. Uh, I'm a 6'4", 236. And I have a request of Fritzy, please, since he's... Uh, <laughs> Really, one day shy, I think, of Dom DeLuise. Could he put together uh, a, just a, a nice little tidbit on Dom DeLuise as part of his uh, impersonation? Well, we'd have to let a lot of people know who Dom DeLuise was. You know, back in the 80s, he was a big deal. He was big with Burt Reynolds and yeah. uh, that yeah. whole guy. Yes, he. There was a, a Saturday Night Live skit with Chris Farley being Dom DeLuise, uh, and I want to say Norm MacDonald is. Uh, Burt it's Reynolds. Burt Reynolds, yeah. And it's one of the best skits. They were doing like this Johnny Carson thing. So it's Dana Carvey is Johnny Carson and mm. uh, well up. And it it's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Mm. What did what's Dom DeLuise famous for? Hysterical laughing constantly. That's for that's for sure. Like on those late night shows just coming beat red and being cracking up, oh. which is really uh really funny. I don't think he doesn't have any really witty. So he's one-liner. famous for laughing. Yeah, just laughing like out of control laughter a lot, where sounds he's crying. Like, like Seton. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it might be my inspiration, big red face. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Paul. Dom DeLuise was big in like the 60s and 70s, a, a sidekick in different comedies and lots of different shows. Cannonball Run, he got a lot. Of, the mm. first one, he was very well-known in that. and So he did a lot of work with Burt Reynolds. Al in Iowa. Hi, Al. What's on your mind? Itty B, uh, got a best and worst, uh, 5'10". The soft 199. Yeah, best of the weekend was uh, Iowa, the Hawkeyes beating uh, Minnesota. Uh, 
to take care of business. Uh, the worst is going to be uh, having to play either Ohio State or Michigan in the Big Ten uh, championship. Uh, oh. It's probably not going to turn out very well. <laughs> probably not. Probably not. Amazing you'd be in the Big Big Ten title game. That's not a good offense that uh, Iowa has. Yeah, Paul. But somehow they'll make the game 6-6 at the end of the half. Mm. And make it irrelevant. Iowa pulls off one upset a year. Like Purdue usually pulls off one big one a yeah. year. Uh, Matt in Houston. Hi, Matt. What's on your mind today? Hey, Dan. Uh, thanks for having me. Mm-hmm. 5'9", a soft 188, and cadet medium-sized hand. So, first, I have a dog name. I have a three-year-old boxer, and I'm a big-time Saints fan, and my dog's name is Drew Brees. And fortunately, Drew retired because I was yelling at Drew a lot during when, when he was playing, and little Drew would get pretty upset about that. <laughs> uh, Drew Brees. Best of the weekend was my Saints obviously winning. I'm surprised they were two-and-a-half-point favorites. Worst of the weekend was being at the A&M game where it was completely empty. There must have been 500 people there. I the was shocked at that. No one there for Texas A&M. Could it have gone worse? I don't think so. What a mess. And, and you know, we go back to the summer when, you know, it's back and forth. You know, Jimbo calling out Nick Saban. I'm like, wow, all right, this is on. We got the number one recruits and uh, recruiting class. What's A&M? Four and, four and seven? Four and seven. One and six in the conference? Yeah. They lost to App State. They barely got by Miami. They lost to Mississippi State. They actually gave Bama a run in early October. Yeah. That was a good game. Yeah. And lost. then who did they just play? UMass. Yes. And they didn't even cover. Yes. That's that hybrid game a lot oh, of teams I, I, do. And I saw it, and I was like, oh, okay. Wait, they can't. They're struggling with UMass? The SEC does this. Before the rivalry game, they play yeah. a, like a supposed cupcake. But they, yeah, they're more. hosting LSU. I thought it was basketball. I thought it was a basketball game. I was like, oh, UMass is playing? Okay, A&M, all right, that might be a good game, all right. I was like, oh, this is football. I was like, yeah. how much is UMass getting paid for this one? Yeah, Marcus Camby is uh, playing. Oh, John Calipari's John back, Calipari. okay, yeah. Yeah, John Calipari. I remember going to a Midnight Madness on ESPN, and I was there with Clark Kellogg, and uh, Calipari was, was uh, at UMass at the time. Had great, great time. It, it was fun. Fun event there. Uh, you got a statement there, Paulie? Yeah, Peter Burns and Ben Watson got in that little tiff, or not, maybe it was a bit, on SEC Network. Yeah. According to our buddy Peter Burns, he said, it's a funny bit that we actually sold way too well and social media blew it out of control. Mm. Ben is the nicest dude in the world and should win an Emmy for what he did the other day. That's from Peter Burns, our buddy. Mm, man. Official statement. I know acting, Paulie. Because I'm an actor. <laughs> it didn't look like acting to me. <laughs> All right. We'll talk some college football coming up, final hour. 
One more item as we close out Hour 2. TireRack.com loves tires. That's all they love. Tires. Well, getting you the right tires for your car or truck. How you drive, where you drive, what you drive. They have a team of experts, all the knowledge and the passion. See, that's the key. You can have knowledge, but do you really care about that person? TireRack.com does. You get a personalized tire recommendation when you answer just a couple of questions. They have a decision guide. Tire decision guide. Answer a few questions, and then you're going to get a tire recommendation in two minutes or less. And they've got all the great tires. They uh, have the uh, Kumo Extra, the uh, Krugen lineup, and the capable Kumo Road Venture light truck tire. All of the great tires. And they've got free road hazard protection, fast free shipping, and that's with delivery as little as one day. Installation on your terms, game changer. TireRack.com slash Dan, see for yourself. Feel for yourself. TireRack.com slash Dan, TireRack.com. That's the way tire buying should be. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.